Welcome to the Leader Manager Coach Podcast, your weekly podcast where we take a deep dive examining knowledge, philosophies, wisdom and insights to help you to lead, manage and coach in football, sports and life. Leader Manager Coach is presented by Rob Riles. Rob is a qualified coach with a League Managers Association qualification and a science and medicine background. He has worked in the football industry in Europe, USA and Africa at international, premiership, league, non-league and grassroots levels with World Cup and European Championship experience. Hello and welcome to another edition of Leader, Manager, Coach. Welcome to the podcast. As always, it's me, the host Rob Riles, welcoming you along to this episode. And I've got some great stuff for you today. Uh, I have been waiting a little bit for inspiration to inspire me, (laughs) inspiration to inspire me to know what to speak about. There's so many things sometimes that I want to share, but I really try and pare it down to absolute fundamental, vital stuff that can really help. And uh, if it's your first time uh, along with the podcast, a real warm welcome. The leadership, the um, aspect to it, um, it has proven a great success and I'm getting loads of messages about that. So that's great because, you know, as a, as a football coach and a football professional, I did have in mind people who were in the industry when I started this podcast, but it does appear that so many people outside the football industry are getting some benefit from the podcast. So that's fantastic. And just so you are aware, um, leader manager coach was just born out of a desire to share my my work, my life, um, and the things that have been fortunate enough to be passed on to me. Um, as I say many times, look, I don't believe that anybody really owns anything or anybody really invents anything. I think we can all be in the right stream at the right time and be in the right place at the right time and be the recipient of good fortune. You know, books, wow, books, 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 books. The, uh, as, we, as we record this in the 21st century, the year 2020, who knows who will be listening to this podcast um, Maybe I'm getting ahead of myself, but um, maybe people will find it in some kind of time capsule somewhere and look back and think, flipping heck, what were they on about? Um, you know, we there's a trend, isn't there, with the speed and the internet and the understanding of people's types of learning that books are not necessarily the way forward. And... Um, I probably bore you to death with this kind of approach, but having a book, particularly a a tangible book, one that completely resonates with you, maybe written decades ago, hundreds of years ago, even translated from thousands of years ago, that you can actually imbibe into your own life and take a look back and understand things that went on and learn and learn you know as i learn 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 i was just listening to a watching and listening to a youtube video yesterday about how would you feel if i said to you right now come along with me to my house and i will introduce you to bill gates who was built one of the most successful businesses of all time. 
I will introduce you to the owner and the guy who started Walmart. Financial genius cre created a business worth something like $160 billion in his life. Steve Jobs, come and meet Steve Jobs. Come and meet Arnold Schwarzenegger. Come and meet anybody else you choose in the, out of the sporting world. Come to my house now and meet Mahatma Gandhi and Nelson Mandela, and they will teach you personally, mentor you personally about leadership, about adversity, about living your own life. How many people would just jump at that chance? Well, you probably know by now already by the tone of this conversation where this is going on. You can have that facility anytime you like for the cost of a few dollars or a few English pounds or Bangladeshi taka or Japanese yen or whatever, whatever it is you want because there are books available for $10, $15, $20, $5 with people's life work succinctly wrapped up in beautiful text all available everybody says they want this kind of information but you know are you prepared to put it into into your life and do something with it it's all there all of it and the other great thing to take from that is that you know we're all unique and we're all individuals and we we shouldn't be clones of other people but you know anthony robin um yeah anthony robbins um tony robbins the great guru of self-help and powerhouse you know, self-motivation. Um, he talks about mentoring and, and getting models and role models. And, and these are all fantastic things. We all need mentors, people to look up to, people to take things from. Again, on this video yesterday, which I give credit to, it's, um, it, it was on YouTube. And uh, the guy talked about the 33% rule. Spend 33% of your time with people who are 10 or 20 times greater in the, in the field that you wish to excel in than currently than yourself. So go and find some mentors. How am I gonna find them, I hear you ask. I don't know, just go and find them, knock on the door, be persistent. Read the books, listen to their audio books, go and find them, go and associate with them, pay and go on a course and go and meet them after. I don't know, you decide they can teach you they've trodden the path they can show you ways spend 33 percent of the time with your peers people who you work with we probably spend all our time with these kind of people people are on the same level of us it's how life works but they can't really teach us too much more than we already know and then spend 33 percent of your time with people who need your knowledge your wisdom and your experience who wish to be where you are that's a great way of looking at life a real great way, one window to look at it. And again, yesterday, uh, I read another quote and I've heard it before and it resonated a little bit more yesterday that we only really understand something at a higher level when we teach it. So become a teacher. You don't have to sign up and become an educational teacher for a school. Just teach somebody something. Don't force it on them, but find somebody who wants to know. 
I suppose that's one of the fantastic side benefits of having fallen into the coaching world. You know, passionate about football, intrigued by football, dominated by football, mesmerized by it, obsessed with it. 50 years of my life, more than that, probably like millions of other people, just look on the internet at things about football, analysis of the game. It's 11 men kicking a bag of wind around. Yeah, it, it, there's mathematical formulas about it. There's, there's books and books and books and books and tapes and programs and everything else that you want about the game. So I'm not alone, but you know, I teach it to people and I've got my own way of doing it and I've learned from great people, but ultimately you take your own way and that's to be taking the stage further. So you go to this 33%, these mentors, these great people, the great millionaires, the great achievers in your field and go and, go and suck them dry for information and use it, but then use it in your own way because you can only use it in your way successfully. You can only be you, there can only be one of you. You know what? Again, I heard last week something like, what's the point of living if you can't live your own life? Which some people unfortunately live in societies where that's not actually possible or is very difficult. So we should be have gratitude to the hilt that we can actually do that and embrace it. And it's a crime not to. So going back to the point of leader, manager, coach, you know, one of the one of the things I wanted to do was to share this kind of knowledge. And yes, I do like to read. Yes, I do listen. And hopefully everything, you know, the people that I've worked with, the experiences that I have as a coach, working abroad internationally, worked with the international teams, been to World Cups, been to European Championships, worked in Premier League, worked with some very esteemed players, some elite players at the international level and worked with some fantastic coaches. And the, all, all the education I try and do around the reading and, and things like that, you know, hopefully it can be shared on this on this as a medium. That's what leader, manager, coach is. Leader, manager, coach. Lead yourself, manage yourself, coach yourself. Then lead others, manage others, and coach others. Leader, manager, coach. Obviously, started with a football bias, but it's so much more than that. So welcome along. This is leader, manager, coach. Okay, so what we're going to talk about this week. This week, I've, um, I'm going to talk about something that I was led to via the fantastic Brian Johnson. Um, his website and um, his work just astounds me. And I'm enjoying a fantastic course at the moment called Mastery via Brian. And um, he talked about, he shared a link on some of his work with a it took to a website called Barking Up the Wrong Tree and there's a book called Barking Up the Wrong Tree and I want to share with you this link and basically it's an article and it's an article about special forces you know as a kid when we see the SAS and we see the Navy SEALs or the the, the you know the, the unique elite fighting forces of the world and they often inspire young men who want to be like them. And this article goes on to say that most people have completely the wrong idea of what it takes to be a special forces individual. And this article talks about five key traits that are embedded within an individual who has made it through and has become a member of an elite fighting force. And I'm not 
advocating fighting forces here. I'm just expanding upon the common characteristics that the people from the inside, the people who've made it through, the individuals who've walked the walk, carried the backpacks, gone through the hunger, the fear and the adversity and have come out the other side and have been given their sacred beret or whatever it is that they're, they're provided with as a, a memento, as a representation of being a member of that elite club. Number one, prepare, prepare, prepare. You know, there's nothing that is like preparation for giving people confidence, for giving you confidence. Preparation, unfortunately for most people, involves discipline of thought. In The Strangest Secret Earl Nightingale said, the problem with most people is that most people don't think. And this is a representation of that, in my opinion. So you have to prepare. Pre preparation gives you confidence. It takes you to another level. The planning, the rehearsals, they allow you to understand what is possible, what is likely to come, and put you in a better state to deal with it. You know, if you are unprepared for an exam, you are not likely to do so well. If you've got 15 years of a subject under your belt, you're much likely to do better than somebody with two years. But you have to prepare. So preparation goes for everything. It's like sharpening the saw, as Stephen Covey talked about in his seven habits. It is one of the key things. So do not underestimate how powerful being prepared is. Uh, again, on a... On a on a coaching pro, uh, point, I was reading about um, one of the great coaches of the moment or one of the people who are in the news at the moment about their coaching and, you know, a guy called Marcello Bielsa. And he taught, he's got a very, very structured idea of how players can learn the game and, and be, play it the very best way possible. But even within that, there has to be an element of freedom. But the, the foundation for his work is preparation. And he doesn't allow his training sessions to be off the cuff. He is very, very structured as a basic framework for his work. And you would find that with the elite forces, I am absolutely certain. Think of any coaching course that you've been on or any, any leadership course or any training course that you've been on. The best ones are the ones where you are provided with a framework, I believe. I believe. This is my belief and I may be wrong, so I'm happy to be wrong. We can let me know and we'll have a chat about it. Um, but yes, preparation. Preparation gives courage, builds courage because you have confidence. Confidence means... This is beautiful. Confidence, when you break the word down, means intense trust. Have intense trust. How? Prepare, read, study, watch, look, listen, ask, think, create, plan. Intense trust. It neutralizes stress. They've actually taken blood tests from people in stressful situations and found out that ones, the people who have 
prepared the best or least stressed. They are having the best physiology. They have the best physiology going because they're prepared. They're cool. They're James Bond, you know, seen it all before. They're Francis Drake. Yeah, I'll finish this game of bowls and then we'll think about the Armada. That kind of approach to life all through preparation, which gives confidence. You have to prepare well, but preparation comes first. Number two, I'm going to go back to my coaching here. Creativity isn't nice. It's absolutely necessary. So creativity. I'm reading about coaching. I'm reading about this Marcello Bielsa, this Argentinian guru who's the godfather or the grandfather of all the great modern coaches who has got this very structured way of playing called the philosophy, which he believes is the actual mathematical, the best way to play football. Fantastic stuff if you're into it. And on top of that, there is a, and it's kind of an 80-20 rule, 80% of it is the structure and 20% of it is the creativity, but you still have to have the creativity. If you do not have the creativity, you will still be below par. It's like, They've done studies into decision-making. There's a, a book that's heavy going. I'll hold my hand up and say, I've not yet finished it. I've dipped into it, dipped out of it, dipped into it, dipped out of it. It's called In Street Lights and Shadows. And it's a lot of the book is about decision-making. And they've analyzed and done research studies on people in stressful situations, like, for example, firefighters when something's going on, like soldiers when something's going on. And what they find is, or even aircraft pilots, when there is a, a crash situation potential. And the answer to, do you follow a plan and go through, right, step one, step two, step three, step four, step five, step six, success, which you're trained to do until it becomes, you know, it goes from that unconscious incompetence to unconscious competence through the levels or do you just wing it and you do everything off the cuff the answer is both what you do is you have to have you have to it's far better because without it you won't succeed you need to have that training you need to have that preparation you need to understand the steps you need to know the process how to be a great aircraft pilot what to do in a dangerous situation how to be a, the ultimate soldier how to be the best football coach, how to be the best athlete, how to be the best CEO of a company, how to be the best mum, the best dad. Look, there's no textbooks on everything, but you know what I'm saying. After that, situations will come up, life will come up, things happen. You have to think on your feet and be creative. You need both. And the best outcomes are a result of both processes when they work together. One without the other is not successful. You know, the one that's just structured doesn't respond and react to things that need a little bit of change and a change of direction and some adaptation. The other, where you just wing it, you're just lucky. And often you will be unlucky. So you need both. And they are essential, as the elite forces say. So don't be kidding. Don't, 
And I think the message from that is don't be too stuck in your ways. You know, I'll hold my hand up and say that I'm a bit of a structured person. I've got a kind of steel personality in terms of the um, wealth builders and that kind of thing. And I have to learn to be a little bit softer and go with the flow at times. It's easy for me to be very structured and to like things in order, but life isn't like that. Life's messy and if you want an omelette, you have to smash a few eggs. Next one, cooperate and negotiate. Cooperate and negotiate. How can you get this into your life? How many times have you got a plan in your head, an idea in your head that this is the way it is, this is how it happens and this is what we're gonna do? And people, maybe you've got a, a, a new job or a good job or, a, a, you know, have been chased and headhunted and going, going all guns blazing and change everything and stamp their authority on the situation. And life kicks back. There are underground revolutions and forces that work against because it's too forceful. There's a lack of smooth movement. It's too much too soon, etc., etc. It's great having power. It's great having that ability in reserve, but use it in the wrong way and there will be kickback. The, the history of the world is littered, littered with great armies, great forces, great nations, great people, great organizations, blowing it all to pieces because they believed in force and power and failed to cooperate and negotiate. I give you an example, a personal example. I'm living and working in Bangladesh. The culture here, the way things are done, the people's thought processes, what's important to them, are both very similar because we're all human beings, but also different to how things are done and how we live in the UK currently, in, in some ways. And to just come in and just directly change things in an obtruse, obvious, almost inconsiderate way is asking for difficulty, it's asking for trouble, and it's asking for a hard ride. My experience is to much better to listen, to be patient, to work with, and negotiate and slowly in the time of the universe try and change what needs to be changed that's what I'm here for that's what we're here for with the team work with other people and you're not going to do it on your own you have to work with other people so it's about teamwork it's about cooperation and it's about negotiation and you have to embrace the culture to a certain degree you have to stand up for what you believe in you have to say if you don't agree with things, you have to be strong, you have to be assertive, but you have to do it in the right way. You have to be diplomatic. You can't just tell people what to do and expect them to do it. They're not pawns. They will work against you. And in the long run, it will be uh, against what you're trying to do. So you have to work with people. It's so much easier. Here we go, number four, next one, be a teacher. I've already talked about this. If you want to know something, teach it. You know, again, I'll use a personal example. Very blessed to be here. 
and been asked to come because of experience and knowledge that I've been fortunate enough to get to gain through my work in life. And it's one of my things that I love sharing with people and helping people and saying, why don't we try it this way? And why don't we try it this way and get them to see it from another angle? But hopefully that they will think, wow, I can do it now. And then it can run along and fly. Not, oh, he's great. He taught me how to do that. No, I just want them to get the knowledge, get the information and go and fly. Um, it's not about getting the respect for doing it. It's just being that, that, that purveyor of information. But before this, before that, you have to get the stage before. You know, people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. You don't care about listening to anybody unless you have a reason for listening to them. Okay, and if you care about the person, if you know you're cared for, you will listen. If you don't, if you think the person's trying to teach you something, it has not got your best interests at heart, you will not be really interested. So you have to do that other stage first of negotiate, cooperate, work along with people, and then they will listen to you. Then they, they do care how much you know. Then they'll come to you and ask you. Be professional. And again, yourself, be humble and be a lifelong learner. You know, be a teacher and a student at the same time. The minute you stop trying to learn, stop learning is the minute you start to slip down the other side. Because, you know, life just keeps going and going and going and the time just marches on. And the minute we stop is the minute. doesn't mean you can't rest, but you understand what I'm saying. So there we go. Next one, last one. You have to be motivated. Now I'm going to change this because my preference for motivation is inspiration. You have to be inspired. In order to get through this program, in order to be, become and come out through the other side of this hero's journey of becoming an elite soldier, an elite forces member, special forces member, SAS, whatever you want to call it, you're going to have to dig deep. You're going to have to forge some character facets that you didn't have before. It is all within you, but you're going to have to dig down and go through some discomfort and some pain and some growth so you come out the other side a different person. That's why when young men and women pass out on parade, having gone through an ordeal, a training program, basic training, whatever it is, elite this, elite that, or and they've been tested, they know deep within them that they have come through. Yes, they get the award, but their parents are there, their brothers and sisters or guardians, whoever. And the pride and love between the two is almost palpable because there's a knowing, there's a knowing that they've been through something. And you will need that inspiration in order to get through because there will be dark days. That forest will be dark. That wood will be dark. That lion that faces you seems to be formidable. Can you go another mile? Can you pick that pack up? Can you deal with the illness that you've got and get through it as well? Who knows? Who knows? Only you. So there we are. Those are the five key things that I wanted to share with you. And you know what? You can apply them to any situation, can't you? That's why I've shared them. Prepare, number one. Be creative, number two. Cooperate and negotiate, number three. Then be a teacher. Make sure you've got that inspiration.
as I said, all this is courtesy of uh, Barking Up The Wrong Tree. It's a great article um, and uh, go and find it on the internet. It's absolutely fantastic. It's a great website. There's tons of stuff on it, which I thought I'd share with that. Okay, I hope that helps. And um, as always, have a great week and uh, let me know what you think. Look forward to speaking to you again. All right, take care. Bye-bye.